you ain't felt grief till you felt it sober. All right, all right. Welcome back, lovers and friends. It's the boy Trigger Troy, the love guru himself, and this is Love Journal, my love therapy show where I heal, relearn, and redefine love. Um, I want to go ahead and start the show off with a quote. Um, Some of us are here to be the change makers in our family system. We're here to end generational trauma and start passing down love instead of pain. And that quote comes from Shiliana Ayana. Might have gotten that wrong, but... Hey, I tried. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, here's the thing, right? With Love Journal, I started it after turning 30. And since then, it's been like an interesting journey of just self-discovery. And, and even outside of the show, I think just turning 30 is kind of what triggered that. I think you start to see more of what you come from. And what I mean by that is like you start to recognize how you are like your parents and grandparents and aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, things like that. You start to see the lessons that are passed down to you as well as the traumas. Or at least you should start to notice those things, like if you're you know, working towards self-awareness and consciousness, all those things. But nevertheless, it's very interesting and enlightening. You know, um, you start to see the patterns that have been passed on in your family and the generational issues that come along with being in your family. And that's very important because the person that's conscious of the pattern is the person who's able to change it. So with that, Today, I'm talking about love and generational trauma, if you haven't figured that out already. <laughs> um, I've been recognizing some of my own, you know, um, I guess lessons and generational traumas and things like that. And it's deep, very deep. So I'm joined by one of my new pod family members, the lovely Tara Michelle. Let's get into it. Check it out. It's a lag anymore. Um, I'll just start back with the first question. <laughs> um have you discovered your family generational curses with an S? I have. <laughs> um, I think the biggest one for my family is the inability to keep a man. Oof. I come from a long oh, shit, line of single mothers. We all have the same mm. smart mouth, the same bad temper. Um, I would say the women in my family were probably affected the most by the welfare system. I think we really Ooh. have, and I'm taking myself out because I don't behave this way, but we have this thing where we don't need a man. We can make it on our own. And even though a lot of women in my family are not on welfare, I think that's where that started. That mentality of we could do better without the man for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it, it runs deep. Oh my God, it's so deep. It doesn't make any sense. Oof. Damn. Yeah, that's a real one. Because I, so... I kind of have some of that in my family, but I would say um, it's it's interesting how that affects generations. Because like my mom is the I won't say can't keep, but doesn't want. She's the I don't need a man type, and then her mom is like don't know herself without a man. Like she like she always has to have, and then her mom was like the opposite again. Like my mom, so it's like it was it was like it's it's a cycle of either. Um, being this way or in spite of this way. <laughs> um shit. So one of mine yeah. is um is uh abuse actually. Like 
it it literally and it's just crazy and and i don't because that's just that's what it is that's the word for it but like i don't ever mean it as if um because you know my mom was a fighter um her grandma because her mom unfortunately wasn't which again generational that's funny like <laughs> my mom was a fighter she was gonna fight back her mom wasn't um but then her mom was a fighter too she's gonna fight back and her mom wasn't um but it's literally that's four generations of women who had to go through this basically um and it's like my own personal theory of why i think not only was i born a man but a gay man <laughs> i have different problems but it was like okay there was somehow this needed to change if i was born a woman unfortunately it would have more than likely gone the same. And I say the gay part because I have brothers and uncles and unfortunately some of them have taken that same yep. route <laughs> in opposition. So it was like, all right, how, how, <laughs> whoever was up there mixing and mastering our uh, family, like, all right, we gotta, we gotta switch this up. How, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, yeah. Got to throw a wrench in it to, to stop that cycle because it's a vicious cycle very oh so vicious um do you have like another one that you that you um recognize i know of your family i i would follow in your footsteps too i think every woman in my family has been in an abusive relationship including myself my first husband was abusive um i think for me it only took the one and done I've I've never participated yeah. in that since. But like I just I don't know. We're attracted to the worst type of dudes. It is just <laughs> And I think it's human. Like honestly, I think we have I don't remember if it's a psychologist or not. Um it's just a quote I heard a long time ago and it just always stuck with me that like we have a knack for going after exactly what's wrong for us <laughs> like when it comes to love or whatever and oftentimes yeah like i've seen and i think that's where sometimes when my yes. confusion has come from with love of like seeing someone do that and then stay because i'm like you if I, i've never been in it but i wish it good. <laughs> like you know what i'm saying and and i'm if it happens that's one and done you know what i'm saying like so i can't imagine we bucking and the next day we sit on the couch eating dinner <laughs> um <laughs> excuse me yeah uh i mean i think that's we, we, we grow up saying it mm, yeah yeah well yeah yep when you grow up and exactly. see something like that constantly and consistently it becomes the thing that you consider to be normal i actually had a friend mm. of mine tell me once i wouldn't know what to do if my man didn't he didn't hit me it must mean he didn't love me no more Oh, bitch. <laughs> that is so, that's so sad. That is wild. That's so wild. Yeah. Yeah, because also some people look at yes. it as like passion. Like, you know, oh, well, he really cares. No, yes. he got some shit he need to work on. <laughs> that's not care. He beat my ass. He cares so much. Girl, this ain't, this that love exactly. mark right here. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, love should hurt. At least you not know, like there's that. There's so many people who even <laughs> look how people idolize the I can turn. I mean, the I can turn the story. Oh God, I'm one of them. I will hold you up. I love Tina Turner, and I will watch that movie all day. Like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was great acting. 
Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't want to go through none of that. When she started fighting him back in that car, I was like, get his ass. Like, yes. <laughs> okay. Finally. She said, don't start with me today. I got in a mood. <laughs> God damn it. You don't start with me. <laughs> For real. But yes, yeah, that's 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 exactly because you know what I but think. At least what, for me, can... I for me, I I also remember something else. A, a cousin, uh, may she rest in peace, Trisha. She told me she said, you know what? Because I was asking her why she kept dating men who were abusive to her. She said to me, you know what, little cousin, having a piece of man is better than having no man at all. And I said, no, ma'am. And she's like 20 years older than me. No, ma'am. Even I (laughs) have learned that's not correct. You can do bad by yourself, but you can do better alone. I can't be with somebody and be miserable or have you be a burden or have you be abusive to me. And all I can say is I'm glad that in my younger generation from them, it, it seems that we're learning to want better for ourselves and do better for ourselves. Yes. Yes. Completely. Um, so two things with that one with the I can see the thing and like watching that movie I think getting older now because it was one of those movies I could watch a lot and like I think it was a way for me to cope with some of the things that I had seen um and like process it without really processing it like you know um because I really I look back now and it's like yeah that was a fucked up movie and then like enough I could watch that all the time too with Jennifer Lopez like and it's like these Fucked up movies that I was Baby, in a sense sometimes was, living. Ooh, <laughs> oh, man, what I love. Oh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's just it's very interesting. <laughs> um, I'll say so. There was also this video I saw on TikTok, um, like about a month or so ago, and it was kind of funny. But it was like, damn. Um, it was like, would you stay with a man? If he beat you, but gave you eight thousand k every Friday, or some some random ass big amount of money every Friday, We're like would you stay with him or some mm-hmm. shit like that? And it was like next thing the video cut off, and it's a lady with a hand, it's like a little blood, it's like it's snatching the money, like all right, Mike, I'm going out. <laughs> like, that's so stupid, but that just relates to what you're saying. Serious. Like some women will deal, yeah, and some women will deal. It didn't even have to be the money. <laughs> like she didn't got to be getting the money. They could be completely mm-hmm. broke, but it's like just you to said, have a body next to better. Time. Mm-hmm. Oof, I hate that. Oh, okay. can you um, imagine so, finding out or realizing that you dislike yourself so much that you would rather stay with somebody who beats you than be alone? Oh, and you know what? I, I, and again, I've never been through the physical part, but like I have been through mental, you know what I'm saying? Lamar games, stuff like that, because man, I'm in, uh, and I've done it myself, <laughs> but um, you know, I've um dealt with that in the sense of like not loving myself enough to stand up in those moments so i can only imagine the amount of self i don't want to say hate but just our lack of self-love to sit and deal with that and then that just breaks you a little bit more when you think about coming from generations of it (laughs) like damn so my mom my grandma my great grandma like there was this self-love lack that y'all had and my mom is one of the strongest people i've ever Mm -hmm. met (laughs) <laughs> so it's like ah it's it's crippling but you can be strong uh, in so many ways and still be weak in others where she got her strength mm-hmm. you know physically and and tenacious um you know that tenacious quality that she has doesn't mean she took the time to figure out how to love herself because again 
Mm. You still make so instead yeah. of her learning to love herself and, and find a companion that'll be good for her, she has decided not to have one at all. So we can be strong in a lot of areas and still weak in others. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's yes. Yes. <laughs> Cause it's <laughs> I don't know. It's it is it's it's a it's a because I'm getting like so I'll say like for instance recently why this one even really has been so like prevalent recently is like I've been having like nightmares. Um, that have recently been having of these old nights that we used to go through as kids with our parents and, you know, seeing them fight and all those things. And it's like, I'm 31. What the fuck am I having means, <laughs> you know, and I'm realizing it's something that I need to, that was unresolved. And I can only imagine I'm one of four boys. If I'm having the dreams, they're mm-hmm. having them too. <laughs> um, and so it's like, okay, we need to yeah. deal. <laughs> we need to find a way to deal with this shit. And, and that's where I've been again, just like confused on the ability to again deal with something like that and and just stick around. And it just like the way that it's affected my brothers is like none of us are able to maintain healthy relationships. Like it, it's clearly, you know, what I'm saying again, at some point it is on us to have to work through that, but it came from somewhere. Of course, and it's so deeply rooted in your your lineage. Like you were just saying, you just went yeah. back four generations for us real quick. Who knows what it was before that? And it's a learned and taught behavior. So mm-hmm. from you guys' perspective, you don't even know where to start. Like we're just now in the yeah. Black community starting to accept that therapy is okay. It used to be real taboo. Yes. And so now at yeah. least you, you guys realize it. But how the hell are you supposed <laughs> to learn how to undo generational things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like we don't know how to do it. I, I commend you for even recognizing it and trying though. But just think about how many years yeah. it was wrong. That's gonna take us that <sighs> at least that many to get it right. Right. <laughs> like, and this is I look at I think about again, uh, that's where it's been, I guess, lately too, because you know, now there's the nephews and the nieces and the guy kids, and it's like, damn. As much of my life that I have enjoyed, there's certain shit that I don't want them to have to go through. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we got to stop it here because they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have to. They didn't ask for it. We didn't ask for it. Y'all didn't ask for it. <laughs> none, of, none of us asked for it. But somebody got to stop and be like, okay, well, we're not gonna give it to you. Um, what I guess yeah. of the and I'm, I'm glad they crisis, have you to think about that because too many of us don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, Too many of us aren't protecting these kids. Too many of us notice later in life that we need to break these things. So your nieces and nephews would be that much better because they have you thinking for them and looking out for them. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, truly, (laughs) because... And it's like, and and again, too, like I mentioned my brothers because I was thinking about them recently. Like, if I'm having these nightmares and these dreams... I can imagine that they might have them sometimes too. Cause y'all were there. Like, <laughs> you know, y'all were with us. Y'all were there. We were all together. <clears throat> um, yeah. So my next question is like, do you believe, I guess, that you have and 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 you may because ha- I don't know how to phrase it because you low-key kind of just answered it a little bit by mentioning how long it will take to change some of these generational things. But do you believe that? with some of your, the way that you have, I guess, interacted with your children, um, change some of those curses. 
I do. I think because I have chosen to be so completely honest and transparent about my molestation, about rape, mm-hmm. about everything I've gone through, why I make the decisions for them that I do. Like, even if I'm mm-hmm. moving out of fear, like I tell my daughters, you can't have a, you can't go to a sleepover. This is why I understand nothing has happened to you and that I am making these mm-hmm. decisions based off of my trauma. But what I need you to understand is I'd rather have a conversation with you about how much you wish you could have done that when you were younger versus you coming to me Mm -hmm. and you were molested too. I'm always going to choose you missing out on having a sleepover somewhere else than for you to tell me that you were, you know, abused. So I think so. I think being honest with the kids, explaining to them once they're old enough to do so, the horrors of this world, keeping them alert and explaining to them always, I need you to be better than me. In everything that you do, be better than me, be smarter than me. Um, I think that's how you do it. And you call it out. Say, hey, we come from a long yeah, line of women yeah. who have men beat on them. We come from a long line of women who talk crazy to our men. You know what I'm saying? And and teach them how to not be that way. Yeah. I I shout out to, I do love how you mentioned that. I, um, I do not want my yeah, daughter to do that I went through. Yes, yes. And that's really what it's about. Um, being conscious of that like because i think sometimes we just get so caught in our own shit and our own experience we're not consciously thinking of what we are passing on um but um two things you were mentioned just now like you know coming from a line of women who talk crazy to their men that's also another half and, and i don't say that that should empower a man to feel like all right i'm gonna slap you know <laughs> but like that is also interesting because that's the thing sometimes um and they don't mean like Oh, hey, daddy. You know, you ain't got to do all that, but there's it, don't also talk to a man like he's like nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've seen that with my mom sometimes, too. Granted, I've had, you know, my, my anger with my dad and what he's done at his times. There was been times I looked at her like, hey, this your husband? Like, do you love him? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> you know, it was it would be things that it's like, um, <laughs> okay, I guess that's normal. <laughs> Um, but uh, the other thing that you're mentioning of we like, emulate what nah, we see um, though if all you ever see yeah. is women disrespecting men how are you supposed to learn to respect them this is the one time I'll say I'll give a shout out to the internet the fact that you can yeah. go and, and listen to people talk about how they fix their marriage and, and, and listen to women say how they used to be and how they're not anymore can be helpful because sometimes you're not going to get the answer from your family you're just not yep Especially if they do the same shit. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so the other thing was like how you mentioned like spending the night, like you, you know, not letting your kids do that and, and all that. Like I remember my mom was like that. Like I think we talked about that a little bit on Brian B's thing. And um, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom was like that too. And I used to be so angry sometimes. I'm like, I just want to go over to such and such house and you know, it's going to be like six of us and half of those kids, most of the time, we're not supervised, which again, kids, you know, that's what you want. But getting older, I found out so many different things have happened to some of my <laughs> friends that I was protected from. And I just look yeah. back now, me in recent, like in recent years, me yeah. and my brother had to thank our mom, like, damn, thank you. <laughs> um, and our because of that, our house was the spot, yeah. like, and what, ain't nothing, y'all think I'm over here. Ain't, y'all ain't going. You, <laughs> um, it was very yeah. much like exactly. Uh, 
angering us as kids, but being adults, we like, yep, thank you. Thank you. Because I remember also um, when I was in my senior year, one of my teachers, Guy yeah. so I do think he was a great man. Um, but I think he may have possibly done some things either here or there. But um, he was my yearbook teacher. And our, the year that we had yearbook, it was only like four of us doing it together. And our deadline was really tight because we also, all four of us had other um, activities we were doing. So we had to find time to get together. So one week it was like, you know what? If y'all don't wouldn't mind, y'all can come stay in my house. We'll get some food and stuff. We'll work on it for about Friday, Saturday night and just get it out. And I did it. And my mom just, it it didn't feel right to her. Like, um, he had, first off, he came to pick me up first. And he was like a young, young kind of cat. Like, he probably like 28, 29, 30 in that area. He had a little Dodge Charger, fitted hat and shit. Like, so just like this grown ass man come to pick me up. Um, and pick me up first, first off. And then was going to get to other kids. But, like, it just sat with my mom for a few hours. Like, because this was, like, daytime. It's later into the night. It's, like, 10, 11 o'clock. She's like, hey, I'm going to come get you right now. I'm like, oh, well, we're still working. And she's like, no, nah, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to come get you right now. <laughs> and he tried to talk to her, like, you know, man, we just work. She's like, no, nah, I just don't. I don't like this. Right. And she wasn't letting none of that in. And I remember being so embarrassed. But being older now, I'm just like, well, shit, she was trying to protect me because I don't know what could have happened. Um, because again, also there end up being certain little rumors exactly. here and there. Like I don't know, I, I exactly. won't claim, but like, so I get, I totally get that, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's a thankless job, though. I, I'm so grateful to you and your brother mm-hmm. for thanking her, though, because see, we yeah. go through hell trying to protect our kids. We're the bad guy. They can't have fun. We're trying to ruin their lives. And then a lot of times when they figure it out as an adult, the you only thing they see in their mind is why well, mom was right. They don't come and tell mom. Yeah. Right though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. part you're missing. I need you to tell me I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say my mom, um, she has, as far as like one of our um family generational curses too, is um balancing being the um Spending time while also trying to be there monetarily for your kids. Like, my mom has a really good balance at that, I think. Um, we we have memories of, like, um, you know, Friday nights being when she brought, you know, um, there's, like, this mix, this little CD store. She always go buy, like, a mix CD every Friday, and we listen to the music and, you know, eating pizza. That's our Friday nights. Our Sundays or Sunday dinners. Like, we, she made sure that it was time for us, but she also worked her ass off to make sure she could be there and provide at the same time. So very often being older again too, I'd be looking like, girl, I don't know how the fuck I got no kids and I'm struggling. So <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you were doing any of this. <laughs> but um yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. Um and it's it's taught me uh, to be more appreciative too because again she that like so often I come across, and I think it's really just with age and listening to other people's experiences. Um, some people don't get both of those worlds. Some people get the monetary, but they don't have memories and they didn't get a lot of time with their parents. So people get the time, but they were always struggling. You know, we had our struggle moments, so we had our 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 pain moments. You know, um, we had our family memories, and then we had moments where we didn't really see each other a little bit. So it was yeah. just this kind of balance that that we were able to work out. Um, uh, next question. And so, cause I think, you know, we 
focus sometimes on changing things and making sure we don't want to pass certain things down. But there's sometimes there's some things that we can subconsciously start to gain. <laughs> and outside of like the things that we've worked on to change and, you know, like abusive things and just being more transparent, what do you, what are some ways that you think that you have taken from your family, like from previous generations that you don't necessarily have a problem with? Um, I'm a scrapper. I punch a bitch and hum off in a heartbeat. Okay. And that's not necessarily a good thing. But I'm just saying, I'd rather, I'd rather, like, I don't want to be no punk. Like, that is, I, I yeah. grew up yeah. in the times where it was family yeah. on family fights. Nobody was shooting or stabbing. Yeah. People would just go, get their issue off, and then you go back yeah. home and cook your dinner. What we doing? Um, yeah. I think the fact that Ooh, I, I like that people, <laughs> like I like this podcasting thing. Like I got to meet you. I think you're such a lovely soul. Um, and I get to meet a lot of cool people like Brian and Eric and, you know, and stuff like that. But I'm that outside kid. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm that outside kid that took my butt across the street, knocked on the door and said, come play with me. Like, I'm so glad yeah. I'm not an <laughs> internet person. Yeah. I'm glad I'm bringing that back from, you know, the 80s because I was born in 1980. I know that probably seems like a, a zillion years ago to some people, but <laughs> I just I like that. I like the ways of being personal, yeah. liking people, dealing with people. Um, And I think also to the strictness, like my kids will never be able to curse in front of me. My kids will be 45 mm-hmm. years old and know better than to curse in front of me. <laughs> They're going to you don't call adults by their first name. What are we doing? Yeah. You you have to say Miss yeah. So and So, Mister So and So, Yes, Ma'am, No, Ma'am. Manners, manners mean a lot to yeah. me, and I instill that in my children. Okay, yes, Miss. Uh, um, I want to say the whole when you say Miss Miss Lisa, or Miss Tara, Mister Troy, you know, like all that. That's definitely like some. Yes, <laughs> that just reminded me of when I was a kid. So yeah, I I, I totally agree, um, and I love the whole <laughs> scrapper thing because I come from a family of fighters too, like. I come from a family that will make you fight if you yes. if you're too weak. Like, okay, no, nah, get your ass. <laughs> uh, you want to be out in the world like this? Exactly. Go out there and fight. <laughs> like, um, and and I love that. I appreciate that. Being a kid, yes. or being in I it, mean, sure. we used to play games. Yeah, we used to play games <clears throat> where your older cousins and, and, and grown-ups in your family would literally hide behind trees and jump out at you to try to kidnap you when you was walking. They like they were trying to keep us diligent. Like you're not finna get snatched. Yeah. You don't know where we're gonna be at and we're gonna pretend like we, you know. And so I just I feel like you should always be able to protect yourself, not not be a yeah. bully and not start stuff, but I will finish it in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah, literally, like my mom, and she told me once I was older, like I had these big cousins that like, it was always, we like fucking like nine, 10 years old, these things like six, three already, like they were always just really big <laughs> and like kind of, you know, built. So it was like, I, you know, we would hang out and mom would send me over there. And when the whole time I'm over there, they just be whooping my ass all weekend. I mean, I'm just thinking it's, you know, big kids, big cousin shit. I get older and she was like, you know, I used to pay your bro- your, your cousins and your brothers to kind of kick your ass or hang over there. Like I would give them a little money, just toughen you up a little bit <laughs> because, and it worked. Cause I remember one day when it was just like mobbing my ass and I was like, I can't do this shit today. I was just having a bad day or something. And <laughs> I exploded and just started swinging on all of them. niggas. like, fuck all y'all niggas. Like going crazy. Um, and then from that moment, it was like, that's right. All right shit, I might well, not be able right. to take all y'all out, but somebody going to be hurt today. Okay, and Mama always taught me that too. She's like, if you ever get jumped, that's right. You know, you, you get one of them motherfuckers. You don't get all of them. You gonna fuck one of them up. 
<laughs> like, so yeah, shit like that, I do appreciate <laughs> coming from that kind of family. And like another thing too is like being strong-willed because I come from a stubborn ass family in good and bad ways. Um, but you know, uh, we do what we say, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, once it's said, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. Just looking back at that too. I really used to like, <laughs> I used to be beating my ass, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then every since that moment, like, it was like, oh shit, like they, they ain't fuck with me no more. Cause I, I was getting all the ass. Um, so my next question um, <laughs> is, um, so cause I'm trying to, it's another one of those ones that's kind of hard to phrase because we've sort of talked about it, but not. Um, do you feel like, so, okay. So oftentimes people mention like things being different and we kind of touched on this one too a little bit with Brian's show of like, also getting older and sometimes shit just looks different and it's like not that it's worse or that it's bad. It's just different from what we had. Um, is there anything that you've noticed in your own kids that you feel isn't worse, but different from, you know what I'm saying? Your, how you were raised in the sense of like um, just character or, or, you know, just like some of the shit we were talking about, like, are they fighters too? Like, are they ready to scrap in a second? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, are they stubborn? You know, um, just little things like that. Because if people, I think every generation think they kids, I, the kids after them got smart ass mouths. Like <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what? But my kids, you know, like, you know, my son just wrote a book at nine years old. My kids are different children. And yeah. I, I feel like because my childhood was so bad. My mom was such a t- terrible person that God said, I'm going to give you some great kids. I know you've been through it, but I'm going to give you some great kids who are going to heal and help you be a better woman, a better mom, a better person. And my kids are amazing to me. Um, I decided not to raise them with the whole kids should be seen and not heard mess. I feel like when you do that, you leave it open for predators in your family to molest and do all those things. And those kids are so scared to speak because of it always taught them how to express their feelings if i get upset and i yell and they say mommy i don't like when you yell at me that's okay you're allowed to tell Mm -hmm. me that you're angry or you're hurt or you're sad or you're scared because i want you to know to vocalize and communicate always and i didn't have that as a kid you couldn't say you know mom you yelled at me and that hurt my feelings you get slapped again it it was that's what it was and you dealt with it so the difference for me and my kids is that they, they are they have the ability to think and express their emotions without the fear of being reprimanded for doing so. Mm, I fucking love that. Yes, that's because so often I think, and it's so weird um, that people disregard kids' emotions so often as if, like, honestly, I think they should be regarded a little bit highly or, or, you know, more highly because they can kind of see from a pure um, lens. You know what I'm saying? Um and so to shut that out and not allow that. Yes, it's to black and white with them. Just, They're not tainted with the bullshit yeah. that we are. <laughs> and it's like, you know, to to not let that develop is just extremely harmful, you know. And and I hop out. That's why they're dysfunctional. Um, Look how many school shooters we have. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking insane. Um, but <laughs> to shout out to your son for his book, because that's fucking great. Um, I'm still I love that because like I <laughs> 
at that age, I hadn't published a book, but I used to make little like magazines in my house, like literally like cut pieces of paper in half, get my stapler and like write little stories. And <laughs> like my dad will tell like, he, he loves to tell that story because it just reminds him of how early I've been doing it. Um, and so just to like see that kind yeah. of creativity still going on, like uh, it's beautiful and, and advanced. Because again, I was like stapling little five, six sheets of paper together. <laughs> He's got got a book. <laughs> I think it was like 38 pages or something like that when I looked on them. I was like, oh, shit. They have more um, resources than so we that's, did. That's beautiful. Yeah, that too. That too. That's very real. Um, but the other part um, that you mentioned too are that we were on of just like uh, not shutting down expression. That's another thing I have to be thankful for with my mom and my dad. Because having four boys in a Black community, that can be very touchy in the sense of, um, you know, you have the people who are like, boys don't cry and stop all that crying shit, that sissy shit, shit like that. And we oh, didn't get that. <laughs> I am so fucking thankful so we didn't have that. <laughs> um, granted, if we was just in that bitch crying for hours, it's like, all right, hey, <laughs> calm your ass down, what's going on? But, like, there was never a moment uh, that I recall, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, uh, boys don't cry, which I'm doing, you know, that's that sissy shit. Like, none of that, like, you know, we, we didn't get that. It was like we were able to express ourselves and me overtly so because I was like the TV show kid. Like I would I'm running away and leave a little note. <laughs> I am t- you know, like <laughs> leave a little note out just to be found. Like I was like the TV show kid. So like that's I was my son. As hell. The one they wrote the absolute Amaru <laughs> will slide something. Yep, he slides it under my door. I am very angry with you right now. I'm not speaking to anybody <laughs> in this house ever again. And I'm just giggling. And I don't even open the door to say nothing. You, That's fine. And then five minutes later, when you want a cookie, you're going to be in here asking me for a cookie. So, you know, express right. yourself. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's that's hilarious. Because that was exactly like, I, I was just, I, and I've been like that, even like outside of just like this. Um, one of my uh, previous episodes, I shared a story of like how I saw um in a show or a movie or something where like a part this kid had a crush on this girl and he put the little note in her locker. So I had a little crush. I drew this uh, picture like Scrappy-Doo and on the dog tag, it said, you know, be mine. And I folded it up and put it in the locker and had on my friend, like I told a few friends who was watching from a distance and she opened it up, ripped it in half, whatever. Kids, fourth grade, it's fine. I've grown past it. But <laughs> it was just the idea of where I got it from and how That's I used so to sad. just like where she at today. <laughs> I'll beat up for you. Oh uh, no, it's cool. We actually ended up being friends. So she's she's cool. She's a cool girl. But it was just like, and also I mean fucking I'm gay. So it was like clearly that wasn't, <laughs> you know, I was young and just you when you're young, you just you're not thinking about nothing like that. You just like, oh, I really like her. I like having Yes, with her and talking to her and stuff, you know. So it's like, important, you know, thinking about sex that's something that develops yeah. later on in life, I think. Okay, and that's a conversation I want to have on another episode because motherfuckers be making me mad. <laughs> 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 like, because, <laughs> like, you know what? Fuck it, before we even uh, wrap up with the I last mean, people question, are they, they put the onus quick. on kids real early, babies be. The- you like, can't have a gender reveal no like, more. The baby has to be an it until they can decide what it wants to be. Like, come on. Or like the dads who get mad at the having a daughter because like are like tripping out. Like you're immediately already thinking about some bullshit that 
and placing it on her before she's even. But do you know why they do that though? Words. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why they do they know that. They trash. Because <laughs> it's did not some about the daughter. It's about they know what they did to other people's daughters, and they know somebody <laughs> coming for theirs. You damn right. That's what you get. <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> yep. God damn it. Or but like, um, just to like hop back on the sexual part of like sometimes of like people mentioning like, um seeing gay scenes and things like that in movies and shows or like having gay characters the mindset of that turning a child gay is so weird because in retrospect if that was the case me seeing only straight shit uh, growing up I should be straight like should have made you straight <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there shouldn't even it, by, by people, that same people logic people, people shouldn't even exist <laughs> like, people have the fear of the unknown people also are really really huge on <laughs> Bible dump and they read the Bible, pick out the yeah. verses they want to follow and send up the wall on okay. everything else. Okay. And just, oh, I can't. You're right. We can have that conversation yeah. in another episode. That's, 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 a, whole, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> For real. Um, so the last question to wrap it up is, um, do you have like any advice for anyone who maybe recently started to pay attention to their family's generational curses and is just trying to look for I guess ways to change them or, or to to understand them more, you know? I honestly feel like for me, as somebody who's been paying attention probably for 10 years now, um, I started off trying to talk to my family members and I realized that people who are stuck in their ways will fight you tooth and nail and then you'll end up resenting them and it'll throw you off your path. So for me, I decided to start with myself and then put that into my kids. That's all I can control. I can't change the older people. Sometimes I can't even, you know, fully get to my siblings, but I can for darn sure make sure my kids don't relive this and keep this cycle going. So for me, I say start with yourself and make sure the younger generation that you have control over or influence over, you know, goes on the right path. That's the best way to do it. I love that. Hell yeah. Um, and just to kind of piggyback, because you, it was so funny how you started that off, because it was going to be a little bit of my answer of like talking to family, because I think that's what sort of helped me start to notice my family's generational curses of like listening to more stories. Um, and like how I'm able to go back for generations is because like I've talked to my grandma of some of these moments. Like I've talked to my great grandma, like um, great great grandma. I didn't talk to her, but I've heard, you know, stories and pictures. And it was just like, I think it helps, even if you don't fully communicate with all of your family or don't have the best relationship, to still look at your family. And and because, it, you know, you your family. So more often than not, you have things that are alike, more alike in the sense of uh, traumas and, and things that need to be dealt with than you are different. And, you mm-hmm. know, again, it helps me start to just recognize mm-hmm. what our family needed to change. Cause like another thing too that I forgot to mention is like we struggle with forgiveness too. I have a family that will hold a grudge, like the movie The Grudge. They're like, <laughs> we and that bitch like, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> reaching the point in your life of being like, okay, that's that's harming you more. <laughs> I need to let that go. It's like that yeah. is so hard for my family. So it's just really just paying attention to what yes it is you notice your family does collectively <laughs> and, and starting there did you get pushback though 
Like when you brought that to their attention, because that, that was a problem for me. I tried with the family. And when I saw the pushback from the older people, I just decided to flip the script and try to focus on the younger. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. So slightly, but because like when I started to get a little bit more spiritual and meditating and things like that, um, there was like this idea that I guess I was like on some Dr. Phil, like, I don't know, like how my family used to just kind of like describe it. Like, oh, you, oh, even meditate this shit, y'all. You know, it's like, hey, I'm trying to fucking heal y'all. All all right. But (laughs) I love that though. Also, the lucky part is like my family is very expressive. Like, so it wasn't so much that I had to pull from luckily because, you know, get a dream or whatever. We have a specific conversation. Those things will you know get brought up anyway so i was lucky for that part but there was some pushback sometimes and it's like this you know it comes from like this i think people don't like to look at the mirror (laughs) like to see themselves so when you put it up to them they're like (laughs) say it again they sure don't that reflection scares the hell out of them say what the fuck you turn it away (laughs) you know um, i think i'm i'm glad that i flourished into a person who's okay with admitting that she doesn't know it all with a, I, I'm okay mm. saying sorry. Oh, that used to be a thing, baby. You weren't going to, I was never telling nobody I was sorry for that damn thing. But now right. I look at it and I want to tell you, I'm sorry. I want to tell you that I apologize. I want to tell you that I love you. And I want to learn from that mistake and never hurt you again. And I'm, I'm blessed mm. that at almost 43 years old, these are the lessons I've learned in my life. Cause so many people never get there. I was just having that conversation. That's like yesterday <laughs> when, uh, with my roommate or whatever, like we were just talking about like how some people genuinely don't reach that point in their life of that introspection. Are we looking at, you know what I'm saying? Some of these lessons and things that they need to learn. So people will just live their life and that's it. Um, and never stop to be like, huh, maybe this is something I should work on. <laughs> and that's, that's such a wild. Exactly. Have, you ever had, have you ever had a family member tell you something like when you complain about somebody doing something, they go, Oh, that's just how she is. We do a lot of that. Oh, yeah. And that's why people don't feel the need to change because we use their bad behavior by saying oh they're just that way no we got to stop doing that and you don't have to be disrespectful when you call a person out and you don't even have to do it in a group full of people but i think we need to start holding people's feet to the fire if we want to get better yeah yeah um i will say to you this that's one my mom got that i had to like shake out of her ass of saying sorry because i i know for a fact i was my mom's Mm -hmm. like her <laughs> her wake up child for her specifically because my, my grandma and my great grandma like they always used to tell me how smart her mouth was and I have a smart mouth and like she just cannot handle it sometimes <laughs> and like sometimes I've said things you know my mom or grandma mm-hmm. they're around and they like looking at her like mm-hmm, that's what you get <laughs> like and so she would struggle with saying uh, you know saying sorry and stuff like that and I'm like I don't care if I get a woman I'm gonna let you know <laughs> you can still whoop me but I'm gonna let you know still that I think this is wrong <laughs> <laughs> like, right I know you're gonna beat me anyway so I'm gonna go ahead and go balls to the wall baby let's do it like, that's gonna it. earn this beating <laughs> for real um but yeah, so I appreciate you so much for doing this with me. It's been so fun. Um, before I let you go, let the people know where to follow you, love. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Opinionated Sense. I am a fragrance influencer. And I also have a radio show on opulenceradio.com called Truthfully Opinionated. 
Hey, okay. I've been wanting to check out Opulence. I'm like, I'm after Brian did the interview too. I was like, okay, I need to. I've been seeing it like everywhere for like the past week and a half, and I'm like, all right, I think it's time to get into it. Um, also, have you smelled the new Beyonce yet? Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I did, and I'll say this: it is a cute fragrance for 160 dollars. She can miss okay. me with the bullshit, though. No, ma'am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Period. Yeah, I heard it herself. And uh, I say that with love Christ, to the no. Beehive. Yeah. I'm just keeping it out. Okay. But you know what? The Beehive agreed. Nobody was yeah. nobody was blown away. And I'm going to tell you this. I don't think that Beyonce had anything to do with making it. I think she put her name on it to make her more money. That. There's no way she released that and thought that was good. I just don't believe that. I, I, I have heard it was underwhelming. But it's Beyonce. So, of course, for, 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 people still going to buy it. Get your money, girl. But I definitely yeah, have heard it exactly. was well. Yeah. But okay, again, I appreciate you, love. Thank you so so much for doing this. Shout out to your son for his lovely book. I'm Thank I also love not me. just that he wrote a book, but I love that it's sci-fi fantasy too. Like, come on, come on, sci-fi fantasy black boy. <laughs> oh, that's him. All day. Like, yeah. Oh, that was me. That was yeah, me. I was on my joy, baby. Shit I love it. My, I was on my Buffy shit, on my Supernatural shit, on my horse. Like, I was on all that shit when I was from very young. So, yes. <laughs> oh, God. Dean Winchester can get it every day of the week. Ooh, that <laughs> Supposedly, that's, they might be doing another reboot, but <laughs> we'll see. Or not reboot, but, like, bringing it back. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but, um, yes, love. Again, I appreciate you. Have a good night. Tell the children hello, especially my young writer. Shout out. Tell them to keep it going, please. Thank you. <laughs> I sure will. You're welcome, love. Have a good one. You know, uh, like I said, at some point as you grow into your depth and truly become conscious and self-aware of yourself and the world around you, you begin to see the trauma that runs through your family. It's important to know them. You know, it's important to know your family. It's important to to hear their stories because it then starts to become so clear what runs in your family and what you need to do to change their trajectory, you know? Um, the very fact that you became aware of it, that you recognize this, means that it's now your responsibility to change it. With that, don't forget to follow the official Instagram page for the pod, lovejournal underscore podcast, also the Facebook um fan page which is just simply love journal podcast um check me out on tiktok youtube trigger troy d all that good stuff and until next time love love peace